0: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another Breakfast for Champions, as always brought to you by the Proactive Prospecting Club. And our goal is always to get you out of here by 8.30 Eastern time and have you making money by nine o'clock. And to do that today, I have a very special guest, uh, Nikhil, who's the head of marketing at Hippo Video. And you're going to be seeing a lot of Hippo Video on, on the Breakfast for Champions, Primarily because, again, we're both focused on helping people who need to engage and prospect with different customers do that in not only the most efficient way, but in a way that leads to the most valuable conversation with that particular individual. And the whole thing is about humanizing the whole prospecting process. So without going any further, I'd like to welcome Nikhil to the program this morning. I know some of you were expecting Carthy, but there was a personal issue that could not be avoided but Nikhil is as good as anybody to describe HIPPO video, more specifically some of the things that we're up to. Nikhil, welcome to the breakfast.
1: Thanks a lot uh, for inviting me, Chiver. Uh, it is great to actually be here and, you know, talk to your audience about HIPPO video and why, uh, you know, uh, video communication is so important in the current arena, in the current circumstances. So excited to be part of this session.
0: And as I mentioned earlier, and I think the things to be on the lookout for is that uh, HIPPO Video and ourselves here at uh, Rembor, we've put together a seven-day voicemail program to show you how to take advantage of video alongside some other means of prospecting and getting in front of the right customers. So we'll be sharing information on that, but you can check out the program and I'll share the screen on that in a little bit so you can see where the URL is. And also, we want to let you know about an upcoming webinar that we have on October the 8th, and we'll give you greater details. You'll be able to see them in the comments when you view the recorded version. But on October 8th at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern, um, again, Carthy and other people from Hippo Video and myself will be looking at the topic of the real um, sales and prospecting framework. And our goal this morning, actually, is just to give you a light overview and get you thinking about some of the things that we're going to be talking about in these sessions as well as the webinar so you can begin to apply it and use the tools that are available to you on HIPPO video site as well as at the Proactive Prospecting Club. So before we jump into it, and as you can see, the audience is just raving. um, (laughs) Before we jump into it, Nikhil, maybe give me a bit of background of how you guys developed uh, the real framework, because I like and we'll talk about what the acronym stands for. But I'm always curious how these things, you know, get their beginnings and evolve and and get to the state that they are in today.
1: Exactly. So uh, let me back up a little bit and uh, just uh, talk about our origin story a little bit, so that we really have the complete uh, context. So we, we started out, you know, building a platform for uh, videos, but initially it was just screen and video uh, recording, mm-hmm. and that gave us tremendous uh, traction. Uh, uh, the reception and the uh, feedback that we got from the users was incredible. But then, what we understood is uh, all the users that we had were using it for some different, uh, you know, business purpose. Uh, probably in sales, marketing, customer support, and so on. So we started going on calls, multiple calls. We we, we would have done close to about 150, 200 calls in a span of just uh, uh, 20 to 30 days, trying to understand where exactly our users are using these videos. And what we found out was majority of them were using it in prospecting and in sales. So then we developed the entire sales workflow around the video platform itself. But then we wanted to understand... Why exactly are people trying to use videos to connect with uh, people? What exactly are the pain points that they are trying to address? And one of the main things that people came to, that people told us uh, in our uh, you know, cause was that they wanted to sound and look more authentic when they are trying to communicate with people. They just didn't want to hide behind a text-based template, uh, a, you know, a plastic template and then try to build a relationship. So when we tried to understand what the problems was, uh, we we, we made a list of uh, uh, the problems that people were talking again and again about. Then we understood the main problem was that all these uh, templates that people use are unreal. You are not able to communicate very effectively. Now, when you and I communicate, the communication has to be authentic. It has to be actionable all right only then the communication is successful and here we are uh, doing cold prospecting you know cold email outreach and then we are not even putting any effort to build any relationship all right and how do you build a relationship you need trust how will you build trust it all goes back to being authentic it all goes back to only one thing you have to be real you have to be true to yourself and that is the reason why we actually chose this particular framework, Real, that mm-hmm. actually, uh, you know, combines or, or or you know completes our solution, all right, around sales itself. So it helps us. It actually helps us be, you know, be more authentic. I did a
0: video earlier uh, this week that falls into the same pattern, where it was a question of. Do you wanna make it personal or do you wanna personalize things? And you know, there is a bit of a difference between the two. Um, and the main thing is, I think with video, you have the opportunity to be quite personal. Um, it has all the upside and downside of human failings, but you do get to communicate live with the individual. And speaking of love. Be, be more true to
1: ourselves. So I, I wanted to uh, ask you a question, uh, Tibur. So on, on a daily basis, how many emails do you get per day on an average?
0: You know, on average day, I would say it's somewhere between, you know, 80 to 120. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's the ones I see. As you know, you know, we have assistance to help us, you know, shield from some of this stuff. But yeah, in that neighborhood.
1: Exactly. Now, uh, typically uh, in our research, also that is what we found out. Uh, you know, if you are marketing and sales folks, you typically end up getting one hundred fifty to two hundred emails per day, All right. Mm-hmm. And most of them are from vendors that you haven't heard about. All right, there are there are close to about nine hundred different uh, uh, you know sales tech platforms there. All right, but everybody talks about the same thing. They have templates, and you got to use them, and then you'll be able to do bulk mass outreach. But then. The fundamental, uh, uh, you know, issue of building trust, even before you get to a meeting, that is very important. And that is where, uh, you know, the entire platform comes together. And that is what, uh, you know, the entire real framework is all about.
0: Yeah. And while we were having Internet difficulties, I was mentioning that I did a video earlier this week looking at this question that you mentioned. I think that's where video can really make a difference, because it's one thing to take some of these emails. And I know there's some great, you know, and and I use them as well. So but there's some great ways to add some names and some other things to make it sound personal. And certainly we can go out on the Internet and maybe find some facts and so on. But personalizing something doesn't make it personal, right? And something yeah. personal is yeah. different than personalized. It can have my name in it, but it doesn't speak to me, right? Exactly. Where, and it can even talk about my profession, but it doesn't speak to me. And I think yeah. that's where, again, this whole acronym sort of resonates with a lot of people because it gets them to think about being real. And you can yeah. be a lot more real when you can look at the person that you're talking to.
1: Exactly. I mean, very true. Uh, One more thing that we've observed um, is, let us say, uh, you know, you're reading a particular uh, email. You already, you actually assume a tool. All right. Now, uh, it it would depend on what you've gone through in that particular day. And probably based on that, you're reading a particular email. That would actually put, you know, the entire sales prospecting in a completely bad light. All right. And when you actually record a video and send it across, uh, you you completely negate this particular objection of, you know, people assuming tone and, you know, uh, putting your entire outreach in a negative uh, spirit. So you actually leverage your 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 personality to connect, to build trust and to be real. You know, I, I think it's
0: interesting that the same people who make a lot of noise about personalizing are also the ones who talk about personal brand. And I would argue one of the easiest ways to leverage and create and validate your personal brand is by doing what we're doing, talking to the person directly in an email, in a voicemail, whatever the case might be. So I don't want to go too deep on this because, again, the webinar that we'll be doing on October the 8th um, is going to go into... It's going to be, as, as it's named, we make it easy, a masterclass in how to use uh, yeah. the real framework. But I just want to give a highlight and maybe get people thinking about what some of the elements are. So when we do the webinar, that it'll be that much more meaningful and actionable, as you say. Exactly. Yeah. So why don't we quickly go through, and I'll, I'll sort of talk, I'll, I'll give what each of the acronyms stand for, and then maybe you and I can get into it in just a couple of minutes on each one. But real stands, it's real simple. And if you're in sales, you'll be able to get it, and you'll be able yeah. to remember it. Um, it's relevance and we all want to be relevant and we'll talk about various levels to be that you want to be emotional. As Nikhil has been saying, if you can get that human connection, that emotional connection, you can work through a lot of different issues and get to the client's objectives. And you want it to be actionable because again, if you know my tagline, it's execution, everything else is just talk and there's plenty of talk in sales. So it's time for actions. And then you want to be lively. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to use a medium to, present yourself in a very humanized form, then you also want to be lively. You don't want to be flat-toned and so on. Something that I can be, I'm told, on a regular basis. So why don't we get into it? I mean, you know, relevance is one of these words. It's motherhood and apple pie. Everybody wants to be relevant. How do you action relevance? Give me an example of what you think people can do to be a bit more relevant without going into a lot of detail. Exactly.
1: So when I talk about being relevant now, uh, you know, In your text versus video, I'll just talk about text. People just say, okay, uh, you know that you are from this particular company and I reached out because you are doing something like this. So these things can anyways be scraped from the website or they can be scraped from LinkedIn. But then when somebody records a video saying that, hey, I I saw your LinkedIn post and what you mentioned, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, working from home and, uh, you know, the difficulties that you're facing, yes i uh, you know it, it actually resonated with me something that i'm going through personally and our solution actually helps you negate uh, uh, negate that so that is how you can actually be relevant why should your email deserve a space in somebody else's inbox okay. so why should they actually open that particular email and listen to your message or uh, or uh, you know check your message or get uh, or receive your message so you actually have to build that particular story around why you have to, why you had the need to actually reach out to this person and you know give your pitch. So once you ha- once you record a particular video and send it across, versus just you know sending out a text-based email, you actually understand, you actually value that particular person's time. All right, you're taking time to research, uh, uh, you know that particular. Uh, uh, company or uh, you know why your solution is actually a good fit for that particular company and you're taking that extra uh, time to record a video and send it across you're being more and more relevant so that is that is how you can actually use videos to be relevant in this uh, scenario
0: So the emotional thing, I think a lot of people sort of feel awkward about because on the one hand, they want to come across as being professional, you know, all buttoned up and everything like that. You know, emotional has two signs. It's like a coin. You could come out on a positive emotion. You could trigger a negative emotion. Um, But I do think that, again, since we are emotional creatures is important, any, you know, high level suggestion. I thought your suggestion there that we should think about why this email deserves to be read is a great thing to think about before you hit send. What's one thing that we should be thinking and cognizant about when it comes to the emotional
1: factor of the video? Exactly. Now, uh, you know, typical enterprise sales would, uh, 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 the sales cycle itself would be close to about 120 days or 150 days. You know, you're talking about once it enters pipeline, you're easily talking about, you know, three to four months, right? Now, in three to four months, you are going through various stages in the uh, sales in sales itself. So probably you've reached a stage where, uh, you know, you've sent a contract and there are objections from multiple different people and you are, uh, you know, handling those uh, objections. Now, if you're sending out type or text emails, sometimes it will come as, uh, you, you know, people will receive, uh, uh, you know, in a very harsh manner. Right? People may assume that, uh, you know, you're not taking their business, uh, you know, seriously. So when you actually record a particular video and highlight your uh, objections, you actually inject a tone in the person's head, rather than, uh, you know, putting the onus on them to assume a tone. That is exactly what I mentioned earlier. So when you talk about, uh, you know, being emotionally engaging once you have actually established a connection once you have established trust and once you bring in more and more people in the account to start talking to build the uh, build the repo and you know get your champ- champions on board to start talking about you and spread the word across there using and resorting to videos actually helps you a lot to build those additional connections and take you through these stages seamlessly other if you're not employing videos you end up stuck getting at a particular stage and it becomes very difficult if, if let us say somebody new is coming you know after you've spent close to about two months or uh, two and a half months on that particular account and that's somebody new and at that stage you have stopped using videos okay. you're, you're just resorting to text-based uh, emails so there again there is a new uh, person who might be an influencer in the final decision and then you are expecting them to assume time, and that becomes a very big problem So throughout the journey, yeah. Sorry, no, go ahead. So throughout throughout the uh, sales process at specific, uh, you know, critical instances, you are supposed to use uh, videos. And you know, the thing about the
0: actionable stuff that's great is video gives you the opportunity to get them to take action without feeling that they're making a commitment. Because often in the videos, I just say, you know, it's easy for you to reply to this by this and people want to experiment and play. And you've gotten them to take action that may not be signing the contract, but now you're yeah. able to have not only that dialogue, but you can ask them to do something and you've seen that they're do it. So now you can leverage that and ask them for the next thing and so on. So, exactly. you know, I could see where you need that relevance and emotion to drive action. But yeah. as I say, the thing that I like usually have to ask for something that may be a stretch, maybe a meeting or something. This way, if you can just ask them to reply via video, you get them engaged, they get involved, and it takes some of the tension out of that latter stage discussion and so on. And that's why don't you give us an example of sort of how it builds to being lively and how we tie it all together? Yeah. Because one of the problems I have is some of my videos are boring, I'm
1: told. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think so, because I've seen, uh, you know, your entire voicemail challenge. It, it was, uh, you know, an absolute uh, insightful, uh, uh, you know, course that, that we actually went through. So I'll, I'll actually club, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the actionable part and the lively part. So 90% of the communication is actually nonverbal right? So is actually visual. So people actually uh, play off the, you know, these visual cues, uh, uh, you know, and then they start responding to that automatically. Now, whenever, uh, you know, uh, let us talk about the greatest communicators uh, out there. So mm-hmm. people actually, uh, you know, receive that particular message. And then at the end of each and every message, there is a call to action. All right join a particular movement uh, uh you know uh, uh, or when it comes to sales all right okay we we have this particular uh, discount running or we, we we have done this specifically for you and let's uh, get on board so these are some of the things that actually reinforce your value proposition now I'll, I'll just give you one particular example now if you don't put a call to action you the chances uh, uh you know of you closing a particular communication reduces by close to about 25 to 30 percent that means if you put a call to action you're increasing your chances by 25 to 30 percent why would you miss out on that and if you have a video that actually uh, you know influences that particular uh, action then why not use it people can actually respond to your video report respond to your message Better than reading your, uh, you know, uh, message. You have to be Shakespeare for somebody, uh, you know, to actually understand your message. You, you, 20 years, you know, emails have been around, and we are still, t- we are still having courses where people uh, tell you what is the, uh, uh, you know, 10 different ways in which you can actually drive actions through your emails. It's been 20 years, okay? And video is right here. You, you, you don't need a masterclass. You can do it directly. Not at all you need to do is be comfortable in front of the camera, let your personality, uh, uh, you know, uh, shine, and that will actually uh, take you through the entire sales process. And that is exactly what being uh, actionable and being lively is all about.
0: I would take issue with one question. They do need a masterclass, the one coming up on the eighth of October. <laughs> you know, other than that, I'm with you all the way. But you know, they should have done yeah. that. You know, as I said, we're going to get deep in that masterclass. You just set that up too easily for me. Um, Yeah. But everybody needs a
1: Miyagi uh, and everybody needs a, you know, Mr. Miyagi to actually, uh, you know, help them build that particular skill and confidence. So I guess in this
0: case, it'll be camera on camera off, but that's a different story altogether. Um, You know, I know we're going to get more detailed when we do the uh, webinar on the 8th, but, you know, video has certainly taken off during the pandemic. I mean, for obvious reasons and so on, you know, I noticed some, some things that are irritating, like, you know, so I've stopped putting, I stopped looking at the camera on my computer because all they see is this long neck and like I'm always angled like this. So in the couple of minutes that we have left, maybe a couple of quick tips to somebody who's never tried video in an email and let's not talk yeah. about the content and all that, but maybe two or three basic tips, like where should the camera be? What should they think about and all that, just to make the that video a bit
1: more, if you
0: excuse the expression, a bit more real for the uh, for the person getting. It. It.
1: So uh, so when when it comes to recording videos, people actually overthink the basics, and people generally think that oh, uh, you know, I'm not capable enough or of creating great videos or recording great videos. So like what I have I have done, I, I just have a, a basic white screen behind me. And, you know, I've centered myself on, uh, you know, the, the camera. That is all you need. Don't face against the light. We face the light so that, you know, uh, uh, you can actually shine and there's no shadow of off your face. Now, uh, again, there are tips like, you know, uh, sitting versus uh, standing, whatever makes you comfortable. Actually, standing is uh, way better than, uh, you know, sitting and sending a video. Standing actually helps you bring more, exactly. Standing actually helps you bring more body language into the entire communication, and like I mentioned, 90% of uh, uh, you know the entire communication is, non, uh, is visual. It can actually help you bring your personality, uh, you know, uh, to the fore. Right. But the most important thing is uh, don't be camera shy. Uh, it it takes a few takes to uh, you know build that particular confidence. I remember first time when I recorded a video. Uh, because I uh, w- once I joined Hyper uh, Video, it took me close to about ninety minutes, ninety minutes to two hours, to record one video, and that video was close to about three and a half minutes long. Yeah. Uh, but now I, I I don't overthink that. I I do uh, I record a video in one take itself. So think of the camera as your friend. Don't uh, don't think of it like you know an intimidating object with you know a green LED looking at you directly. Camera is your friend, and look at it and talk naturally. And your personality itself will shine and, uh, you know, carry the message for you. You don't have to. So people actually think that, uh, you know, the the recipient is actually looking at you. Whereas the case that what we have seen from all, uh, you know, our feedback calls with our customers is like people are not actually looking at you. People are actually receiving your message. They're actually listening to you. So don't think of the camera as an intimidating object. Think of it as as your friend.
0: You know, based on something you said, actually, you know, there's another reason why people should use it, because as you said, they probably are listening to you, which allows them to multitask and continue to do their work. Whereas if they have to read your email, they can't multitask and do their work. So help them out, send them an email. So it's 8.25 and I do promise to get people out of here by 8.30. My assistant in the back keeps tapping me on the shoulder that it's time to get things going. So again, we're going to have a recording of this in case you missed it. You'll be able to find it, I'm sure, on Hippo site. You'll be able to find it at the Proactive Prospecting Club, which is at proactiveprospecting.club. Just look for it on social. And join us again on October the 8th for a masterclass in the Real Frame Network. Um, in the meantime, you might also want to take advantage of the seven-day Real Voicemail course where we talk about not just how to use voicemail in uh, in, in an ongoing outreach attempt, but how to include vo- how to include video in that outreach, both in voicemail and other elements. And it's an entirely free course that you can take yourself. And then join us again next week when we'll have a very special guest, the queen of cold calling, Wendy Weiss, and look for further episodes of The Breakfast with Hippo Video, helping you make more out of your outreach attempts. Thank you
1: for joining us this
0: morning. Nikhil, any final words for the audience going into the weekend?
1: Uh- i mean uh, this particular course was uh, uh, was really a great uh, piece of collaboration with youtuber um, and you know it is a highly curated course very actionable uh, very tactical and uh, i wish uh, you know a lot of your audience also uh, because it's a free course you can actually subscribe to that and uh, take a look at what we have created uh, for you so have a nice weekend uh, everybody and uh, be real thanks a lot yeah, for me. having me in this
0: And based on what Nikhil said, and thank you for being on, those of you who may have taken my voicemail program in the past, you'll find this one is to be completely new. As Nikhil said, we worked on it together to make sure it responds to today's requirements using today's tools, not the ones that I had when I put the program together last year. So take a look at the program. Come back next week for the next Breakfast Champions. Come back on the 8th of October for a masterclass. In the meantime, have a great day and a great weekend. And thank you.
1: Thanks a lot, everybody.